everybody. Welcome back to season three of the Slay Less Show. This is our debut. Um, I'm launching a YouTube channel, so that's why I decided to add a visual component to this season. This season is going to focus on colorism, which I have talked about in the first season of my show. I've talked about like here and there the second season, but I really want to focus this entire season just to that conversation, the various ways that it affects our lives. Today I have here with me Taryn. Hey, Taryn is my uh, my mommy homie because yes. she understands his mommy life and how hectic it can be. And very, uh, very. I literally, this is so funny. I literally was introduced to her by my friend Chloe. Literally, when I was about to go into delivery. Like I was like yes. on my phone, like, oh, nice to meet you. All right, talk to you later, my damn my baby. Bye. Yes. <laughs> but it was so cool because. Um, she, you know, she gets it. She gets mom life. She gets PhD life because she's yes. also a PhD student at UNT. Yes. And I'm a PhD student down the street at TWU. So she gets yes. it. She gets every component. But I want to just give her a chance to introduce herself and tell the people a little bit about yourself, Taryn. Okay. Well, I'm Taryn Bright Haskett. Um, I have two kids, 16 months and no, 17 months. Jesus, the time is moving. 16 months yes. and th a three-month-old. So I had them back-to-back, -back, as Drake would say. Um, I'm <laughs> getting my Ph.D. at UNT in higher ed administration. Um, yeah, I'm having my own blog coming soon, Tearing yes. Down Barriers. And that just means all the barriers that black women face. And as, no, black moms who are mothers face. It's just, mm. it's a lot of those things I'm going to get into in my vlog. So thanks for letting me pub yes, here. Yes, of but course. it's coming sooner rather than later that I can all say about that. So, yes. Awesome, awesome. So uh, today's podcast is dedicated to talking about colorism and specifically raising little black girls. Mm. Um, she has two daughters. I have a daughter. Both of our, all three of our daughters are beautiful little brown babies mm -hmm. of different shades, different hues. Mm -hmm. But as black women, as black people, we all know the effects of colorism and how prevalent it is within our community. I mean, just to be very honest, it's still... You know, it's a problem. It's, it's it's still it seeps in in places that you wouldn't even think that it should be there, but it's it's sometimes there. You know, you have it like even when you find out you're having a girl, mm -hmm. and you be like, oh my gosh, her skin color, and it's like you you don't even think about it because it's like, well, I even text you when I was having my second girl. It's like, oh, I hope they're gonna be the yeah. same color because yeah. Okay. And <laughs> uh, no, let's let's well then let's continue on that train of thought and just dive into the first question. So, okay. What are your experiences with colorism? How have they affected you and the way you perceive other black people? How have your experiences with colorism affected the way that you parent your daughters? Which is okay. a lot. No, <laughs> let's, go, let's get into it. Yeah. So growing up, I guess I can say I w we was in an era because I graduated from class of 2010 and mm -hmm. light skinned women was a thing. Yeah, it was like, like a trend, it was right? like like a lot of girls like oh I like light skinned girls I like yellow bones and mm -hmm. I would always be like okay wow and they're like Taryn you're just too dark and I'm like which is crazy to me because like I'm comfortably dark and like you're like brown and I would consider you to be like brown yeah and it would always be too dark and I remember playing tennis. And people used to tell me, don't be outside too long. I hate that word, like, mm -hmm. the, like that phrase, do not be outside too long because you'll get darker. What, mm -hmm. What's wrong with that? Yeah. But my mom was very um, loving. She was like, what does that mean? My mom be gardening outside. She said, that's how you get vitamin D. Yes. That's how you tan, you get brown. Yes. Like if you have any scars on you, uh -huh. like embrace all of it. All but of it was it. just very very hard growing up for me, I say, because I did not know I was like surrounded. Like all my best friends were lighter. Until people pointed out. And I was like, 
am I being particular? Mm-hmm. But it was just people who I love. But it yeah. was just like all them are light skin, and it was like, oh, Terrence, the darkest one in the group. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I would be like, was that something wrong? And then going mm-hmm. into like just. They were from like okay, so we're all from like all of our families from Louisiana, but they're like yo girl, cause yes, <laughs> let's talk about this where my family's from. So like all my uh, everybody's from Louisiana, but like her side, what, what is the what's the they're Creole, mm-hmm. a little bit lighter, mm-hmm. but pretty my, much like mixed. Yeah, look, looking mixed, yeah. but my grandparents are more chocolate toned. So, uh-huh. but they're from like Winfield, Monroe. Mm-hmm. They're not from like I guess. The, like Appaloosas and all that so mm-hmm. it's, that, that was a big deal and even when I would like be around their family oh you're pretty for a brown skin girl like mm-hmm. what does that mean yeah and I remember it was like clicks I remember like if you even if you were on like my space and Facebook not even Facebook my space and what was it Bebo like they had like girl yeah, light skin uh, light skin girl <laughs> like like light yeah. skin girl groups and it's like I remember one time the girl was like well she's too dark to be in our, like our crew and then Yikes. when I told, are you serious? Yeah. And then growing up, I was in Delta Gym, so that's like for Delta Sigma Theta, yeah. like the young group. And I was like, okay, what happened, Taryn? What? Hey, 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 hey! I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and they and I remember somebody told me they said, well, that's where you need to be because you wouldn't have passed like the the like paper brown test oh, we or could whatever. Definitely talk about that. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't even know what that means. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, let's not even get into it. The brown paper bags. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. And then I remember when I wanted to go like to um, Southern and be on Dancing Dolls, and so we had to be a certain shade. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my gosh! I, I mean, like hearing you say this stuff is like I know that it exists. It's just like I I had it all coming to me, and I remember I said, like, "Well, I want." When I told everybody I want to be an AKA, they was like, "Well, you probably fit a, to be a Delta." And I was like, "Well, wait, well, why?" Mm-hmm. It was like, "Well, I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't like those stereotypes," mm-hmm. and I'm not saying I pledge AKA to like to break those stereotypes, but right. it was just like, those are the group of women on my campus that I identify with, yeah, I love, and I, and I right. love what they stand. I, right. love, I love the history behind it. So it was just really hard, mm-hmm. like, especially, and then like, I think that's why I really stopped playing tennis. It was some other reasons for the coloring, you know, mm-hmm. other reasons, but tennis, like being outside, I, I never really want to go outside as much anymore because I want to save my skin tone. So like, when this, like, how old, this is like probably when you were like in high school? Yeah, so I would say, freshman to even my senior year yeah like senior year is when i was like i am a baddie no matter what like mm-hmm. this skin tone my parents bless me with it and i'm happy with it yeah. because and even when i say like like and just like going into my hair they're like oh you have like mixed girl hair or light skin people with hair because of the texture mm-hmm. i'm like you don't see how i look when it- <laughs> <laughs> this is just day one day two hair yeah so i just yeah um, and then I guess I'm going into about my daughters. I have a yellow baby and I have a chocolate baby. You do. And people already, like, you know, they'll say, oh, you got a light one and a dark one. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I just, yes, one is lighter than the other. Okay, but they're both beautiful and they're both brown. Yeah. Because I already know when they, when Mackenzie, that's my, my brown one, and Lonnie, Milani, when she's, you know, she's lighter skinned, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to make sure they love themselves, like, mm-hmm. deeply. And then it's, like, I mean, different. There's no comparison between there's the no two. There's no comparison right. between the two. Like, uh, yeah, light skin, okay. What is that? Mm-hmm. But even my husband, he, he told me, he was like, well, I like chocolate women. And I was like, well, I guess I gotta be outside in the sun. Huh? No, because <laughs> okay. I think, no. I would, yeah, you're brown. But, but yeah, but he was, but he he really loves the way Mackenzie came out. He said she's perfect. Yeah, 
And then Melania King was like, oh, she's perfect too. But you know, yeah. I like brown. He like he loves true brown skin. So that means that's why we, I'm not like why I like, well, one of the reasons why I love him, because it's just like he loves all shades. Like black it's, people as a, yeah. as a whole. Yeah, because I even da- I dated a guy mm-hmm. who told me I was the darkest girl he ever dated. And I was girl. just like, we can talk about that type of tea here in a second. Because <laughs> I'm just like, and then I was around his dad. <clears throat> he was like, you don't need to be outside that long. And I'm 20. I'm, I'm in college now. I'm like 21, 22. No, boo-boo. Mm-mm. You're not going to talk to me like that. You no. know what I mean? But it's like, why, why are black people like so like swarmed up in that like all if you if we want to be clear like all babies all we have so many different hues my mom has two chocolate parents and mm-hmm. she's my color mm-hmm. yeah uh, and then her siblings are chocolate but it's just like we're we're just so unique and i wish people would be like wow you know we're just so unique mm-hmm. and we just have all these babies in different colors like yeah I it totally, just pisses me off i totally agree um my experience with colorism started probably like I distinctly remember like the moment I realized I was like oh I guess like my skin is like dark or my skin is Mm -hmm. considered not as likable as other people's skin I think I was in the second grade I've told this story before but I was in the second grade and I had a crush on this little boy named Ty and Ty was mixed (laughs) and he was a little light-skinned boy he had Mm. green eyes he was real cute and I remember uh my friend I was like go tell him I have a crush on him so she went and told him and then he was like oh she's pretty and she has pretty eyes but she's just too dark and I remember oh. that that was like in the second grade. I but was the, like, it starts so early. It starts really early. And then I remember like kind of holding that on with me. And at that at that point, my family, we lived in Colorado because my dad was stationed at Fort Carson in Colorado Springs. Okay. Then we moved back south mm. to Texas. And it's worse here. Yes, it's it worse is. in the South. Yes, it is it so is. much worse. It, there are definitely different dynamics depending on where you are in the country. Because now that I'm older and I've traveled, I see how it affects. It's still a thing, but it, it works differently in different places. Mm-hmm. So we moved over to Texas. I finished up elementary school, moved into middle school, high school. And I noticed distinctly, like, first and foremost, that a lot of the black boys did not like first off they didn't really they wasn't really checking for black girls come period. on period but, and then when they were they were checking for girls that were mixed or that were much much lighter yeah and so not to like base our sense of self on men's opinions on boys opinions but i definitely noticed that and i noticed it in the media and i remember i started like specifically when i was 13 i was like look girl you dark this is your skin you mm-hmm. cute you dark you cute mm-hmm. you dark live life and so i started literally seeking out images of women that more closely resembled me because there aren't a lot of women that look like us that mm-hmm. are like super super a-list stars yeah. and so i remember seeking out different women like bria miles naomi campbell yeah like uh i can't remember her name the girl that plays keisha and belly like she was like so beautiful to me when i was a kid i can't remember her keisha name and belly girl you look, <laughs> look i saw belly for don't, don't girl my, i my, saw my, belly for the first time yeah, like, no, I was like, my, yeah. my husband put me on no i feel like uh, i was dating this other guy he was telling me he said you know why i like you because you look like angela bassett and I, I can was, definitely see that. I can see that. And I was I like, that. okay, okay. He was like, <laughs> she's just like so beautiful and she does not age. And I feel like when you get older, you're going to be so bad. And I was like, keep that. I hope prayerfully. Because Angela Bassett we like is that fine. Energy. She's yes. a baddie. She she, is. She's definitely a baddie for sure. For me, it was like, I guess my mom and her friends, mm-hmm. they were like, 
Because I, I was just telling somebody the other day, I was like, I really didn't watch girlfriends. Mm-hmm. I had girlfriends in real life with my mom mm-hmm. and her friends. Yeah. Like, they were all, like, different shades of brown and just mm-hmm. all, like, they never Fabulous, brought... Fabulous, this, this, this doing it. Yes. Like, they would go out and have girls night out. And I was like, that's how me and my friends going to be. We're going to leave these kids at home <laughs> with our husbands and leave and just be out here. Yes. And um, so I never, I never really watched girlfriends when the whole pattern came out. But yeah. I looked at them... And they were all just like every time they come around I me, mean, you're so beautiful, you're so beautiful. And it was just mm-hmm. like, okay. And then my my godmother, she's lighter skin, mm-hmm. and but she was always tell me how pretty I was, and she would like buy me different books. Actually, it's a um, it's a what is it called? It's a woman. She's really old. She mm-hmm. um, not even really old. Let me stop that. Let me stop that. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> she has a brand called Tea Cakes. Okay. And it's little brown girls. I need to like definitely find this for baby. So stuff. and it's like she hand stitched everything. Yes. And my mom basically and my mom and my godmother and my godfather, they got me a whole bunch of tea cakes that was they looked just like me. So it was like little brown girls like with pigtails. Oh. And I just recently I get so I'm starting to pass it down to McKenzie. Uh-huh. But then I'm like, Can I can my can can Milani wear like this I think brown? I, I like think is that so. weird? Is no. that weird? Because if I put her like because she's lighter skin, but I, I put like a brown skin girl. But why am I thinking so hard about that? I come, my mom was like, is, "Am I wrong for thinking about that?" And she was like, "Terrence, because all that stuff that people say and mm-hmm. like the things you went through, that's why you're thinking about that, and you're just trying to be so cautious. Like yeah. I just don't want her to be like seeing the pictures. Like did my mom ever try to find me mm-hmm. like something my color? No, you know." I, I kind of, you know, I've always experienced colorism from the spectrum where I feel like I've been bullied and attacked by women who are lighter than me. Mm. And so it didn't really, like, start to register for me about the other side of the spectrum until my sister had my niece, Nia. And Nia's nine. Nia's dad is, like, very bright. And Nia's kind of bright, too. Mm-hmm. And so I remember we were, uh, when she was four, she was around me and my sister and my mom. And she was like, I want to be y'all's color. And I'm like, well, that's beautiful. It's like, I, because like, you're not, I feel like when she gets older, she'll start to realize like colorism is a thing. Mm-hmm. And to have those feelings, to want to be darker, it's not that it's like unusual or it's not that it's uh, not as common, but I think she'll start to like really look and she'll be like, oh, like dark skinned women or people who are darker experience a certain level of like discrimination. Mm-hmm. And so when she said that at four, I said, that's really beautiful. I said, like, but I want you to be accepting of who you are and what yeah. you look like. And, like, you know, your skin is beautiful. And, like, just because you're lighter than me, mom, and grandma yeah. doesn't mean that you're any less. Or any of other. course. And then growing up for me, my sister was, like, the baddest B. I, hey, I was see? like, we, people used to always tell her she was so cute and she was so She ran track, so she was, like, always, like, super in shape. And then, like, people would be like, y'all look alike. And people would tell her she was pretty, but I never got those same compliments. Mm. So I used to always, like, question, like, what? My sister is, like, the same. She's like, we're both, like deep brown mm-hmm. women and so I'm like so what what is it about me that doesn't make me I guess as appealing as my sister and that was something I carried with me you know throughout middle school and into high school but then like I would say by the time I got to college I just started actively looking for ways to just kind of combat colorism and yeah. just like kind of push against that and push against those norms because it's like the same thing oh you're a pretty dark skin girl you need to pledge delta all the bad light skin girls pledge aka <laughs> All the bad dark skin girls pledge Delta. See? And that is, that it literally is the conversation. It and is. That conversation is perpetuated. It's just like, it's pervasive. And it's pervasive. People, and I think, like, we might get some, fe- like, what's that? Like, um, 
negative feedback because mm-hmm. like Greeks were like, oh, we don't experience that, but it is out there. It is. <laughs> I was, look, I've look. seen it on the Twitter. I've seen the, <laughs> the uh, some Twitter feedback yes, and yes. the girls who get retweeted. You yes, know what I mean? Yeah, or it's, it's, out there. Get, it's, it's out there, mm-hmm. but it's because it's been. It's not even like. It's bigger than us. It's it it, from it, way back to yeah, like it it's does. history. It has a history for yeah, sure. Yeah, because it's just like I when I pledged and I was around some you know pretty AKs who were lighter skinned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they probably they they are a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. It is. So it's a fan favorite. It's a fan favorite. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, but I think that's true in Delta too. Like, I'm gonna talk about that in a second. But yeah. I, I don't know, but I, I just know that my my parents or really, my dad, especially my dad, my dad, I think that's why where my confidence comes from a little bit. My dad mm-hmm. was like, you are beautiful. Yeah. Brown and all, stop putting all that negative energy in your, mm-hmm. like, your ear. Because even when I, when I went to college and came back, if some guys verbatim told me, well, I was sleeping on you. Mm-hmm. Like I was sleeping oh, on yeah. you. Kept, like that summer you come back from college and like, like oh yeah. you bad now. Yeah. Like, oh, like, hey. I've been bad, but been 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 bad, been cute. Okay. Yes, we but all it was. It, but it's just like now oh, because I was surrounded. But mm-hmm. it's just like all my all my and it's, it is true. My be- Chloe, that's my best friend. Yeah. Um, Danielle, she's light skinned. Gia, she's light skinned. Um, Jasmine, but she's my I'm brown right skin. So I I right have surrounded, you. but then I took. But it's just like I have. Friends of all colors, but I know like when I go out with like when we, in college going out with Chloe, it was mm-hmm. like, mm. yeah, cool, yeah, I get it, yeah. And my then, best friend uh, Laura, she she doesn't consider herself light skinned, okay, but she's mixed, yeah. And she um, she's just such a baddie, and she's such like not even like physically bad, but she has such a good heart too. Mm-hmm. And so like definitely, I'm the same situation. Like I most of my friends growing up, my best friends, my, I had three of them: um, Adrian, Jordan, and Laura. And they were all, if they weren't comfortably light-skinned, they were much lighter than I was. Yeah. And so within the dynamic of the group, it's mm. noticeable. You know what I'm saying? So. So, and then it's just like you brought up um, your, you said your niece is mixed? She's not mixed, but she's just like, she's bright. Brighter like, skin. Yeah. But it's just like, I have a nephew mm-hmm. and I have a niece who are mixed. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, it wasn't until my, I guess my nephew, he was like at the, let's go with first grade. Yeah. I, I, he drew a picture of all of us, and we were all peach. And I was like, okay, I'll take it. We're, we're all peach. He we was are, like, like, y'all yes. and, he, and he would tell people, like, even though I would say, I'm brown. No, you're peach. Yeah. You're peach. You're peach. Like, we were all, like, one color. He didn't yeah. see a difference. But, like, now that he's getting older, it's like, okay, I can see him getting into, like, not choose not choose a side, but it's just like, mm, mm-hmm. he's identifying as a, as a black male. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my niece. My, oh my niece, my niece! Oh, I love her so much. Um, so my, my so my, my my nephew has like kind of wavy hair. Mm-hmm. She has my my niece has my hair, like yeah. my hair type. And she's oh, like, she's so cute. and she's like, um, Taryn. She calls me Taryn. She's like Taryn, like you're brown and Mackenzie's brown and Dominique is brown mm-hmm. and um I'm light I'm light but Mackenzie's so beautiful. She looks like a chocolate bar. <laughs> and I was like, the fact, so honest, but, but the so fact honest. that she can like. Kids can point out like those yeah. dynamics. It's like you have to instill that like in the and beginning. You have to talk about it too. Yeah, and to we do. And because she just now she's just started going to. Um, so she just transferred from like what's that daycare to 
pre-K. So mm-hmm. she wasn't living it like she was doing like daycare and Waxahachie. It's yeah. a lot more mixed kids and white yeah. kids and Waxahachie. Now she does Soto. Uh-huh. So she can shock the city. Yes. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and so she so she comes home and she's like, well, I want my hair to be in plaits. Mm-hmm. Or it's another mixed girl in her class, but she is um, mixed with like Latino and black mm-hmm. and she's white and black. So mm-hmm. it's just like, she said, so why is she? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let's talk about it. Yeah. So we have so we've been having those difficult conversations and she's like having those transitions mm. and it's just I'm in awe and then I guess when just talking about the education, it's always some like some theory behind like mixed race theory or something behind yeah. it that helps explain it. And my brother be like, just don't do all that. Just tell me what I need to do to help parent these mixed children. And yeah. I'm like, well, mixed dish is coming out, so let's, <laughs> let's let's see let's see what that conversation may be yeah, like. And I think I think every child like every child deserves representation. So I'm really excited about that show. I'm also like, anytime I see a little dark child, a dark skinned girl, dark skinned boy, I'm always excited about that because children across the spectrum deserve representation. Like yes. Across ability, you know, because all like we all had was, all we had was Susie from mm-hmm. Rugrats. And that was and that was my girl. That was my girl. That's what I'm saying. We only had like Susie and um T and Tamara. Yeah. But then that was I'm not saying they're different, but it was like, oh they're lighter skin and they they're got light. curly, they have like, like very loose, loose curly, curly hair, hair and right. all of that. Mm-hmm. And then Which I still to some degree to a lot of degree, right? I still definitely um, associated myself with them and related to them as black yeah. girls. Because then also, like, because we exist on such a hard, like, a large spectrum. But then, smart guy mm-hmm. watching that show, but it was like, oh. And they're different shades because the, the big yeah. brother's dark. Mm-hmm. It's just like in the middle. TJ's like super light. Dad's and then, like brown. don't get me started on what's that? My wife and kids. Yeah. How that switch up went. What? What happened? I don't know. I don't know. To the, to the day, to the day, guy. I don't know, but it's oh it's fine. Goodness. It's still a good show. I love that show. I still watch that show. But my favorite show is I don't even think you if you might remember it, Gullah Gullah Island. I do remember Gullah Gullah Island. Okay, and, is that the show? Yeah, I remember Gullah Gullah Island. Gullah Gullah Island yeah. for me. Now it's like, look at this black family living on this island. Yes, whatever that frog thing was, and they living <laughs> their best life. Like I love Gullah, and I, I think that's when I first like kind of saw myself. And I, I watched it so much because as kids, you gravitate. Like, my daughter loves little Einsteins, but when Quincy come on, mm-hmm. I don't know if her and Quincy hair kind of look alike. Mm-hmm. But every time when Quincy is like, it's Quincy is leading the show, she's like engaged. She's yeah. like, okay, what's yeah. going on, mom? Like, it I love that. It makes a difference that. for sure. And I think in regard, I'm going to wrap up this question, but in regard to like parenting my daughter for sure, um, she's not old enough to have these conversations yet. Yeah. But like, I just constantly kind of like, I'm always telling her she's beautiful. I'm mm-hmm. always telling her who's the pre- you know, who, like her dad always says, who's the prettiest girl in the world? Yeah. Like, me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, and you have to instill that in your children. I think my, pa- my family did a good job of instilling that in me. I would definitely say I feel like it was the outside world that kind of like it deterred is. and kind of attacked that because I feel like your family is like your foundation, first and foremost, in your base. Yes. And that is important to have. But then also, I think it's equally important to instill in other people how to talk, how to be like culturally responsive and how to talk about these types of things because. Oh. If there are a group of black children in the room, we don't want to privilege any of them over the other ones because of what they look like. Exactly. And that is an issue. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. what we have to get to, like, because, like, our, of course your family loves you. Of course your family thinks you're beautiful. Of course. Yeah. I think as they should. But, you know, I think definitely those outside influences. All right. Um, 
You want to move to the next question? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just here. <laughs> okay. So we can agree that colorism can have very negative social and cultural effects on children. Yes. One of my chief concerns for my own daughter is how she will perceive herself in a world that doesn't always value dark-skinned children. Mm-hmm. What are the steps that you are taking to instill self-esteem and a healthy sense of self in your daughters? Do you rely on specific resources, specific conversations, et cetera? And you kind of mentioned some. Yeah. So for me, like I'll go back to tea cakes. I try to like put them in, like put her in clothing, specifically McKenzie, put her in clothing mm-hmm. that represents her and then buy like books because McKenzie loves books. Yeah. So my big thing right now is buying books that look like her. And yeah. then she'll bring me those books and like Michelle Obama, like, mm. part, like put like, like um, it's another book called like Black Leaders. Actually, shout out to my uh, LS. Couture <laughs> bought it for me. Yay. It's like all the black women leaders. Yeah. Who, who were like just leaders in history. So mm-hmm. I try to put all those in front of her. Yeah. So she say like, okay, that looks like me. Mm-hmm. And then watching shows and um, we did watch Beyonce's Homecoming. I don't know if that helped. But <laughs> I put Celeste in the couch and she's just like, Engage. She gets it. Like, okay. But I, I, I make, like, I watch different documentaries, like, yeah. and read books and, like, put on different music. Like, I'm so happy they came out that song, Brown Skin Girl. Yeah. Like, they probably, they, they oh probably, my they probably playing it to death. My mom just discovered it. And, like, every time she has my daughter, I come in her house, Brown Skin Girl. I'm like, yes, yes mama, yes. And it's, that's important. Yeah, it is. It's so, that, it's like. so important. It's so important. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, like, Mackenzie gives, she is going to be a star. All right, now she's, she's a vibrant, she is vibrant personality. <laughs> so, like, she's already, like, securing herself. And, like, I, I posted a picture on Instagram, and, and kind of, like, all my friends was like, Terry, how does she love herself that much? Y'all don't, I be in the mirror with her, like, look at that pretty girl. Give that girl a kiss. That girl needs a kiss today. That girl needs a hug today. Because it's, like, so important it to is. me because I've had my friends who are darker skin tell me like what they went through because mm-hmm. like they, their struggles are different from mine mm-hmm. like yes I was at one point in time people would tell me oh you're too dark and this yeah. and that but as I got older I was like mm, I, I, I really, it really don't phase me but they still get that no, it's, uh, and they're, it's deeply entrenched you know some people for sure and they'll tell me like oh Taryn we gotta, we gotta do this for McKenzie we gotta do this for McKenzie okay let me know because mm-hmm. I don't want to not, I don't want to be ignorant to it. Like yeah. what's going on? I need to know what's going on. Knowledge me, give me the information. So it's like, even I think I looked up different vlogs of different women, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, books, clothing, mm-hmm. all these things. Yes, she wears bright pink. Mm-hmm. Yes, she wears neon colors. Yellow, she looks good on every pink, color. Yeah, anything like all of it, all the bright colors, all the bright colors. Yeah, so. so I definitely feel you there. Um, for me personally. Pretty much the same things that you're doing. I just try to make sure that everything I buy her, like I haven't started buying dolls yet, but the dolls I do buy her um, and the dolls that I buy my niece and that mm-hmm. my sister buys my niece. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this toy baby alive and it's the baby that comes alive. You can feed it a bottle and change its diaper. And, does like, it poop stuff? It does. Okay, it's girl, crazy. No, but I got, look, look. I got, <laughs> right. I got a real one that does that. So um, I remember my niece, She, um, we bought her the doll. That was white because we couldn't find the black doll. We couldn't find it. was out of stock on Amazon. It was out of stock on all the different toy yeah. websites. So we bought her that one. She just kind of like, I remember her face. She was like, I don't want this one. She's like, I want a baby that looks like baby Cece. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like baby Celeste? She's like, yeah. She's like, I want a chocolate baby. I said, okay. Yeah. So like, you know, it's that type of stuff we're buying. We try to make sure that we buy dolls that look like them. Mm-hmm. I draw, I, I'm the same way. Like, I love clothing. So I dress Celeste in a way that like literally just like, Nothing is off limits. Like, I'm not going to exclude different colors from her wardrobe. I wouldn't do that for myself. Yes. My daughter literally is, like, literally my mini, my 2.0. And yes. so I'm like, everything that I do for myself is what I'm going to do for you. 
And I will say that our daughters are particularly lucky because they live in an age where there are so many dark-skinned beauty bloggers. There are so yes. many, like, women that have, like, all different shades on TV, making music. And so, like, I definitely, like, I play Normani music videos for Celeste all the time. She'd just be like, because I'm like, Normani's like that chocolate girl that yeah. we didn't have, that I didn't have at that age. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't see anybody like that. I literally had to go seek out and, f- like, it wasn't readily available to me. Because it was, like, the only person who was, like, say, chocolate Back then was probably the girl from 3LW. Her, on power. yeah, and she's like so beautiful. Her, Kelly Rowland, like those were like our options yeah. were like slim, slim and limited. And uh, whereas like girls and women who were much lighter, they could pick from anybody. Yeah. And so I feel like you know, for me in particular with my daughter, what I want to do with her and what I have been doing and want to continue to do is just make sure that she sees representation. That's so important. It's important. It's so important. My mom. Like, um, go ahead. I like Doc McStuffins. Oh my gosh, I love her. So much. So I'll tell Mackenzie's godmother, Camille. Um, <laughs> so she bought Mackenzie, because she's a doctor. Um, yeah. She bought Mackenzie all the Doc McStuffins stuff. And mm-hmm. the, I think she bought, the, she bought the baby, chocolate baby that went with it. And Mackenzie. Mm-hmm. Love that doll. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And she loves her sister. Like mm-hmm. she, she knows there's a difference, but she like kids just know. And what, what was that study? They're so pure too, because love at that age. If you love somebody, for them, they don't have any like boundaries. Yeah. On, like, what they care about, what they love. But it was a study done. I don't know. It's it's always on YouTube. It'll come up on Facebook every now and again. Like with the kids, like they're like, oh, what's the prettiest like doll? It's such a famous study. That's like a so actually I I've studied that study because it's a sociological study mm-hmm. and like it's really famous because of what the children's responses and how it relates to like the media mm-hmm. and what is pushed as the standard of beauty. Yeah, that's crazy to me. And I wish like like since all this stuff is coming down because you know they have like the brown ballerinas and fighting mm-hmm. the tights. Cause I remember like in ballet. True story. True story. Here we go. I was, um, I wanted to go to Townview. Mm-hmm. Um, no, not Townview, what's that? Booker T. Booker T. Oh, the performing arts school. Because yeah. I, I, I went to Griner Middle School. And uh-huh. I, ne- I never forget the teacher, because like the, it was other, it was, it was a whole bunch of brown of us. Like it was, it was all brown skinned girls uh, yeah. in there and Hispanics and everything. But what really got me going was that, you know, at the time I was, too, I was a little thick. Mm-hmm. I was thick. Yeah. And that deterred me. Really? Yeah. And it's like, it was more so like, Lighter skin mm-hmm. girls, skinny girls, like light, light skin, skin skinny, skinny girls. girls. Who she would push, like, yeah, you go, you go, you go, go on to Booker T, go try out. Oh, Taryn, I don't think you should try out. And I was like, and I didn't. No. I really didn't because my confidence was like, yeah, and that's I, especially like because this is well, you're eighth grade trying to go into Booker T as a freshman. Yeah. That's such a precarious age, too, for, like, yourself and trying to figure yourself out. That's, exactly. That's crazy. So then I was just like, okay, I'm just going mm-hmm. to – and then I tried to do Town View. That's when that the whole thing, rezoning, so mm-hmm. I didn't get in there. But I was like, okay, I'm going to go to DeSoto. And I had the hardest transition at DeSoto. Mm-hmm. I didn't went to all white schools, all her Latino <laughs> schools, and yeah. I had the hardest transition at DeSoto. Yeah. Like, no, um, I will say the same thing, like, being around – and this is crazy because UNT is not a, it's not a, uh, it's definitely not an HBCU. We're only 14%, but we have a really large black population mm-hmm. in that school. And so I remember, like, I was excited. I went to all the different preview days, and I was like, all oh, these black people. I was like, they're the Deltas, they're the AKs, they're yeah. the Alphas, the Q. And I was, like, so excited about everything that was part of, like, college and collegiate experience, mm-hmm. especially how many black people are there. I'm from West Texas. I don't know how much you know about West Texas. Very conservative, very white. Mm. Very conservative. Say it again. Very conservative, very white. Yeah. And so getting to UNT and being around all these black people, 
I was like, yes. Like, I was, like, in heaven and black girl yeah. heaven. And then I started realizing how black people kind of self-segregate within the black community. Mm, come and on. how they privilege some people over yes. others. Because I was just like, okay, like. You peeping game. I was like, damn, I thought, you know, this was supposed to be. I thought we were all, like, pro-black. I was like, but how can you be pro-black if you don't value all black people? And so I'm just like, okay, well, this is interesting. And I remember having that realization and then becoming like, well, now is my chance to really stand up for myself and for other girls who look like me. Because I was like, this is stupid. It's like, I'm not going to continue. I was like, I'm grown. Like, I'm going to my mom's house. I'm yes. three hours away from home. Like, yes. no, I'm not doing this anymore. I was like, this is not going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember distinctly just having to, like, have those self-realizations and kind of having to, like, make that my reality. Because, you know, you know, college girl, you can be a it, mess. It, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it Very really much can. so, but. I guess, like, for me, when I went to college, I, like, let's say, I, yeah, I, I had Camille. I had, had Camille. Then I was conning to Chloe. Uh, she, <laughs> she conned me to be my best friend. She, she, she said at the text me, she's telling everybody, like, who can do my hair? And I was like, oh, I can do your hair. And then we've been stuck together ever since. That's, That's been hilarious. Ever since. And I don't know. Let's just take it back. When I went natural in college, that was a big deal. Did you do a big job? I did. I had to. I, I did t- too. I, t- I, t- I took out my weave the wrong way, uh-huh. and I had to go to Ulta in Cedar Hill and let them chop off my hair. I permed all mine off. And then the girl, yeah. and, and then this the guy I was talking to at the time. He's with my long hair when I used to have a weave. Mm-hmm. He said, "You used to look like a supermodel. Now you don't." And that 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 hit to the core. And I, I called my mom crying. I said, "Mom, I need to go. I need to buy some extensions." Like he doesn't think I'm pretty. And my, then my dad took the phone. He was like, "You're beautiful, no matter what." So if he don't want to talk to you, fine. Bye. And then like a couple. Bye. And then a couple <laughs> years later, like that same guy was like, "You know, you're one of my favorite natural people." Girl, I literally Bye, right. And it's just like <sighs> let's let's spend a moment to talk about hair because I had experiences kind of similar to yours. I remember I was dating this guy, and I told him, I was like, I really want to cut my hair off and go natural. Mm. I was like, I've been perming my hair. I was like, at one point, my hair was like shoulder length, really healthy and thick, but then perming it over time, it just strips the yeah. balls. So it like literally was like breaking off. And so I went to Thailand. I put some braids in my hair. I went to Thailand to do a study abroad trip for the summer. Mm-hmm. Remember I got back, and I was like, I just felt so rejuvenated it was right before I turned 20. And I was like, I'm about to cut all my hair off. I said, yes, you know let's do I'm it. I cut all my hair off. And like um, prior to that, he told me, he's like, I'm going to break up with you if you cut all, your, cut all your hair off. Girl. And so I said, okay. And I was like, I know I'm really going to cut all my damn hair off. And I yes. literally like, I went to my cousin's beautician. I had her pick me up. My cousin, Dan, her name was Lorinda, what we call her, Dan. Mm-hmm. She was just, like, so glamorous, like, take me to your beautician. She took me to downtown Dallas. He cut all my hair up, like, literally cut it all off. I walked out there, and I was like, I feel so good. Yeah. I felt so free. Yes. But then also with that freedom, I started to realize, like, okay, like, I'm natural, and there's, like, a group of people, a population of people who really respects my hair and what I'm doing. And there's a population of people don't, who don't. Who don't understand. Who don't understand. And so, again, it's like making those choices. And then, like, I think hair and skin tone have so much to do with each other. They really do. And, it, and it's like, when you cut off your hair off, it's like, do you have good hair or bad hair? Bad hair. And then what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And it literally, I got to tell anybody, they be like, oh, it's easy to be natural. It's no, not. it's not. When I, when I have locks and it's not easy. Like you have, there's a lot of upkeep to your hair. Like it's not, and you have to. I always say it's a rebirth of yourself. You have to truly love what you see now because yeah. 
if you're all natural now, you got to love what you see in the mirror. And that's, Girl. and I work with high school students and they're like, you do? Uh-huh. Oh. I work with them every day. And they're like, Miss Haskett, you never had on lashes and you never had on eyebrows. And I was like, <laughs> when I was in school, when I was in high school, we couldn't even think about no lashes or no, like none of that. You're so done up. And, and I was like, I used to literally, my mom, if, if I want to get really fancy, I could throw a track back, that one track. <laughs> and I would tell them, I was like, Milky Way. That's what we yeah. had. Milky Way, gold, gold Ooh, pack. Girl, I remember them. And look, the oh gold gosh, pack. Yes. Gold pack. That was it. Yes. And even all the way up until like my se- sophomore year in college, before I found out about bundles and Brazilian and all this and this and Cambodian mm-hmm. like I was still going to the beauty supply getting my hair yeah so it's just like I'm just so excited that you picked this topic and, girl and especially because we're raised because we're gonna have we have girls we have so girls. everything that we're talking about like especially hair skin, like they're gonna experience all this at some point especially living in Texas exactly like, but early because it's like right now uh, thankfully <laughs> McKenzie, we're at a daycare mm-hmm. with more brown people than, yeah. you know, white people. Mm-hmm. So like, and she's in the class with all boys, and their hair looks just like her hair, <laughs> and it's a it's a good feeling because yeah. like I have like my mom like put some plaids in her hair. I'm like, my mama, look, I'm yeah. gonna put this uh, this Shea Moisture Detangler, look, this, that's this, what I'm this, co- co- this coconut oil, <laughs> and call it a day and slick yeah. it on back. Mm-hmm. And she gonna put this cute headband on, and she gonna be cute right there at the top. It, that's <laughs> it. And, she, and then like, um, and then one of the girls um at her daycare was like, Mackenzie, hair is really growing, but she got shrinkage, and I said. Shrinkage is healthy. We don't even like that word. I don't even tell you. Like, that word. I, you know that's crazy? I haven't heard that word in so long. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, we don't even like that word. Because literally, shrinkage is so natural and it's so healthy for you. Like, if your hair is shrinking, your hair is healthy. Because if yeah. it's too stretched out. Yes. I'm trying to tell people. People don't listen to this. Shrinkage is talk. healthiness. It's, yes. it's, 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 it's a healthy Say it against the camera. It's shrinkage healthy. Is healthy. It's healthy. Because, like, I've seen some. And I get it. If you want to have length and you want to band your hair and all yeah. that, that's fine. You know, do what you please. But, like... I hate that. Why do we hate, mm-hmm. like, our hair to shrink up? Or, mm-hmm. like, it's, you really have not went natural in my book until you love shrinkage. I just, Literally. Until, you, and I, I would say I'll add, a step, I'll add a step further until you love shrinkage, until you know how to, like, embrace it and work with it. Because, literally, it's just, like, your hair. It's, it's your, your hair. hair. Like, I remember, like, and I, I, I had to go natural again after having these babies and mm-hmm. learn and having new hair. Like, yeah. my hair is so dark now yeah. um, because, like, it's just, like, after time, like, your hair just changes after all these having these kids, these mm-hmm. kids, these kids. But um, my hair is different. Like, how my hair is right now, it was not like this when I first went natural. Oh, it wasn't like this a year ago. Yeah. And it wasn't like this two years ago. Yeah, it's just, me. like, go through its different changes and... Um, like, like I always tell people, I'll never dye my hair again. Mm-mm. I won't. I won't mm-hmm. dye it or anything like that because I just want to be me and sure. natural, and yes. I don't want to have the upkeep of like different hair colors. And that's it. But it's cute. I've did. The, I've done it. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I'm just gonna like like what I'm doing right now and mm-hmm. and rock with it. And I love that. Because acceptance, it's in mantras. Yeah, because my I remember when I, when I went on my for my wedding, my husband was like, and I understand like women we do what what men like, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying like stop doing what your man like, but I remember for my wedding, my husband was like, I want you to go back copper, but to give me back copper, it took so long for me to get there. Mm-hmm. But then I went like red blonde and all this other type stuff and mm-hmm. damaged it, and yeah. I had to start all over again and love this. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I went 
cut off my hair off. This guy was like, oh, you look so good for a brown skin girl. I just like, I'm like, who is like still saying this type of stuff to people thinking it's acceptable? But it's it's like, it's literally baby boomers and on, on up. I'm sorry, baby boomers. He but said, it's not said like, yes, it is. Old but it's, it's older people it's because like this. even my grandmother, like to the day, love her. But she'll say like, <laughs> yeah, we're not African. But like. Since we came from somewhere, yeah. then, but, um, <laughs> but it's okay. But it's just like different, pla- different places. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just different. It's just a different time. Yeah, different people. And I think older people have not been accepting because they're like, I'm, I've heard older men tell me like these these women need to put straighten their hair. Yeah, yeah. And like bleaching cream is still a thing. Yes, it is, especially different parts of the world. Uh, oh, I mean, it's. You know, and then you have you have people like celebrities, and I think Instagram is so powerful. Oh you have my god! On Instagram, like those filters, type of stuff. And the fil- the filters, and like you have people promoting these like these whitening creams. Like I I actually for a long time felt really bad for Black China and liked her, and then she started promoting this damn whitening cream, and I was like, what are you doing? I was like, sis, like I literally have stuck up for you <laughs> so long, and like you are really promoting a whitening cream. I'm like, why? Like and we know this stuff causes cancer. We know it's unhealthy. Yes. Like, why are it strips you doing you down. this? Like, it strips you down. You don't go out into the sun and you're going to shrivel up like a plume. Yes. Like, I'm just like, I don't understand why I, Look. I have no words. I have none. All right. Let's move on to our next question. Okay. Because we already kind of started talking about this. So I want to really expand in this direction. So how do we handle other people who we deem colorists and their interactions with our children? Mm. For example... When my daughter was born, it was almost certain that one of the first things people would mention about her was her skin tone. Come on. They'd be like, ah, she's sound chocolate. Yes, she is. I'm chocolate. I quickly had to develop a plan for handling these types of interactions. Um, What have your experiences been? Girl. (laughs) Okay, so Mackenzie was born. Let's say she was was light for an hour. (laughs) Celeste, child. An hour, and then she got... Her deeper, this is getting deeper. But all right, look, I already knew because when she came out, I saw her ears. I said, "Oh, yeah," because that's like that's they say that's the indication. Like if you look at their ears, yes, I was like, "Oh, I got me a chocolate baby right yeah. here." And then it got deeper, and then it got deeper, and then it got deeper. And I remember I can't because I don't want to say their names and people get me upset. But um, the first person, and it was those hormones. I just mm-hmm. had, I just had her. Mm-hmm. Dang, she darker already. Well, is she not beautiful? Mm. And she's not beautiful. You got to check people like and then, right away. I didn't mean like that. I love her. I know you love her, but let's not start that now. Yeah. Because like, that's no. going to upset me because I don't need you to keep on telling me how dark my child is and that's what she associates with. No, mm. she's beautiful. Yeah. She is She is a baddie already yes. at 16 months. She was a baddie <laughs> at one day old, at yes. one hour old. So we don't even bring that up because I know how that can be detrimental to her growth. To as their, a, yeah. And we need to, we need to, she needs to be fearless in her mm-hmm. color and accept that. So yeah. I, uh, every time somebody says that, oh, she's so beautiful, chocolate and things like that, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But okay, I get the chocolate. She's chocolate. And I guess she's, she's beautiful. Right. But let's say beautiful first. Right. Not let's not. I always tell people like, if you're gonna compliment, give the compliment. Don't associate with like like the characteristic. Like I like, I like beauty. Yeah, beautiful. She's so pretty today. Not. Oh, look at that skin color. She's so pretty. Because it can, because <sighs> yeah, if it's always and especially children are going to notice. I think as they get older, if it's always being mentioned, it's always yes. being mentioned. Like I don't want to. You always saying that. Like you call her pretty, and she's just pretty. But I'm chocolate and pretty. Yes, and it's like, um, 
Like even my even my friends say, "Oh, it's a chocolate baby," and I'm like, mm-hmm. Ugh. And I cringe up like, but they're like, "No, no, no, Tara, I know how you feel." Because then even but then I'm happy I have yeah. chocolate friends who will be like, "No, she just beautiful." Because mm-hmm. I get it, and she's beautiful. And I think anybody who's not colorist, because you can you can be any shade and not have colorist notions in your heart and within like your dialogue when you talk to people. I think anybody who doesn't prescribe to those ideas is just going to be like, "Oh, she's pretty." Because even we can pull up my Facebook page, like literally, it'd be a picture of me and Mackenzie and Milani. Oh, you have a dark one and a light one. Why what? are you even saying that? Like, a delete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I delete so quick. I'm so sorry if you see that your uh, your comments are getting deleted. But I'm gonna delete that because yeah. this is history. Like we're like like Facebook and Instagram and all it's that. Digital it's digital history. It's digital history. Yeah, Chron- like literally like a record of things. And I just don't want that in my household because mm-hmm. as like ra- like now I'm raising two different spectrums now, mm-hmm. and people are like how 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 is Milani lighter than you? I don't even know. See, I wish people understood like how genetics. It's just <laughs> it, 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 we can like black people we can give so many different outputs. Yeah, we can, we can. Literally, we could have like my mom this is a side this is just so weird i gotta mention this my albinism actually runs in my family mm-hmm. and so my mom was like whenever you have kids make sure you tell your boyfriend or your husband that you might have a white baby because that runs in our family and i was no, like for real but like that is like you know like literally we could have babies from any shade like any spectrum any spectrum. any and like genetics especially like most of us are not as black as we think we are we mm-hmm. have a lot of European in our blood. We have Native American in our blood. Everything. Have, like, for me, personally, I know like how mixed my lineage is, but like here I am. Look. Here I am. And so, you know, like it's one of those things where I think people need to understand how genetics work, too. Because like I pop off. Like if you catch me, now you know. I pop off on anybody at a Target, at a, a Tom Thumb, <laughs> and a Progress. Because I, I've had... People of all races come up to me and be like, "Oh my gosh, you mm. you have are these both your kids?" Now yes, that, that right there. This a bit would yeah, annoy me. And yeah, they're, they're both mine. Me. That right there. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, mm-hmm. I like yeah, they're, they're sisters. That particular question because they're sisters. The assumption they that have like, the same dad. Yes, the assumption that first off, oh lord, the assumption that oh girl, you just yes, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. The assumption the that first dad. off they're not related, or the assumption that as a black woman with two children, they must have two different fathers. Come on. And like my thing is like I my there's nothing wrong if that has like there's nothing wrong with that, but like the assumption that just because you're a black woman, both your kids are with different men. That's what I'm saying. I, like that to and, me. And I'm like, no, they're 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 the same. Oh, because then she likes. Oh, I thought her dad like she uh, bring it, Melanie. Oh, I thought her dad might be lighter. Oh no, her dad is the same. Mm-hmm. And actually, and actually, Dominique, like Dominique, he he was like me and Dominique were Milani's color when we were first born. Mm-hmm. As all babies are, they're lighter. Yeah, and just got deeper in tone over time. Yeah. And which is natural. That's it's what naturally, happens. but like Mackenzie, my my baby, like mm-hmm. literally was only light skin for an hour, and then she was brown. And like she like, gonna be chocolate. She's a chocolate baby. And She's that's just what. Girl. And that is just what that is. And I just want people to understand, like. The more you like, like pick that out and point that out, they try to think that like something's wrong with me. It's like something is something wrong with me. It's my, but it's like sometimes is my darkness offending you? Mm -hmm. Like you know, is this offending you? Mm -hmm. And I'll tell anybody like, no, no, they're both and they're both beautiful. Oh no, I wasn't saying that, but you did. 
So we're gonna have, to, and it's like I wish there could be a class. I wish teachers could. Like, I wish teachers could go through a class. So I'm about to I'm about to put y'all up on some game right fast because she she just mentioned like educate because we're educators, educational tools. Um, there is this Instagram, and she's actually like blowing up. She has organized like two different academic conferences. We should write a paper together. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's called colorismhealing.org, and she has an Instagram, and I post this on my Instagram, uh, just so you guys can have a link to it. But she has all these different resources for people to talk about this with their children, within their families, within communities. Because I really think a lot of the time, um, you and I understand perfectly well what colorism is and how it is so detrimental. But I think a lot of the time, people because it's so ingrained in our community, they talk about it. And they don't really realize how like how dangerous that conversation can be when you talk to children or people and you say certain things to them, you know, and especially children, because yes. I just feel like as children, like no child should be walking around hating themselves because of what they look like. Period. Period. Like, period. Like, I guess, and that's what I, I guess, like I said. When I had text you that day, and mm-hmm. I was pregnant, I was like, I remember because we talked in the yeah you texted me and I, I like, taught you that day. Yeah, I was just like, girl, I said this baby come out light skin. We gonna it's gonna be deeper. It's gonna it gets deeper, and it did. And I know I thought about that for a long time too when you said that to me because I was like, that is like because that's reality for so many black families. Yes. It is like that you have you have siblings and parents of well, different all shades, different spectrums. Like yeah. Melania's not my color. I'm not Mackenzie's color. Yeah. And th- Heck, McKenzie's name her dad's color. She's yeah. a little bit deeper in, yeah. in color. And it's like, we have to have those conversations. And but that's why I'm like, if if anybody like gives like Milani too much attention, I'm like, okay, McKenzie. Yeah. <laughs> McKenzie too. Yeah. But then I'm not trying to say Milani shine either. Right. But it needs to be like everybody's beautiful and not because we're focused on Milani because she's lighter skin and she's a, and she's prettier. Cause I just don't I think you have a healthy grasp. I think I think your girls are gonna be just fine. I think because they have you as their mom. Oh baby. And like, <laughs> you you between you and their dad, I think that y'all have a really healthy grasp on how to have those conversations with them. Because because <laughs> I was like <laughs> Oh no! So uh, I, I I think that they'll be. I think your girls will be fine. Yeah, yeah. no, because it's such a port. Now I just want other moms and mm-hmm. dads and whoever's watching this. If that is something you know going on in your family, it's a conversation. Conversation needs to be had if your kids brings it up because like mm-hmm. when I brought it up to my mom, she nipped it in the bud like right then and there. It wasn't mm-hmm. like oh you're beautiful. Yeah. Oh let's talk about it. I I will say I don't think my mom was really prepared to have that conversation with me. It was just like, oh, you're beautiful. Like what? Like what? Like no, you're beautiful. I mean, even my grandparents, mm-hmm. like my between my mom and my grandparents, they pretty much like raised me. Like me, and my mom lived in this house, and my grandparents were like three, like down the block. Mm-hmm. So like I spent a lot of time like just kind of like toggling back and forth between their houses growing up. And um, I think my mom, because she's not like a deep deep brown like me, she just like she couldn't understand and comprehend completely why I felt that way. Because to her, I'm your I'm you know, I'm her youngest daughter. What do you mean you're not pretty? What do you mean you don't feel pretty? Like what do you like why? Mm-hmm. Like, no, you're beautiful. And so I didn't have that conversation in the sense of like being able to like really destruct it until like we got until I got older and I was able yeah. to talk to her and explain and some things to her. Then she's like, Oh, okay, like well then let's have this conversation. But like when I first brought it to her, like back in the second grade, she's like, No, what? That's crazy. You're beautiful. And I'm like, I know. I know you think that. I know you think I'm yeah. my mom. But you yeah. Know, so, but see, my mom, both of her parents are chocolate. That probably has so, a lot to do with it. So I then, think so. so when she came out like my skin color mm-hmm. or a little bit lighter, it was like, well, mm-hmm. how did 
because her both her brother her her older siblings mm-hmm. are her chocolate so she understood where I was coming from and my mom till the day she said Taryn I go outside for an hour mm-hmm. so I can just bask in the sun get a tan like and I remember when I used to tell people yeah yeah I'm gonna get a tan outside because I didn't before like get introduced to other things mm-hmm. oh why would you do that like you don't want to be get dark yeah Mm-hmm. Okay, but my mom was like, in, like literally, go outside. Mm-hmm. That's how, she was like before. I can't even say the word to the day because I, I talk so fast. Melan- <laughs> melanin, melanin. <laughs> like she would say, that's how we just grow and be more yeah. golden and more rich. Like and like I said, if it went for my mom and my dad, like for like really, mm-hmm. like going hard for me all the time. Like it would be yeah. have different conversations for sure. I t- I totally feel you on that. I um I think my grandmother, because my grandma is she is a comfortably yellow Southern woman from Arkansas, <laughs> and she has two grandchildren that are extreme. One's mixed, one is just really really light, mm-hmm. and she has me and my sister, and we're all girls. Mm-hmm. And so she just really instilled in me this pride in who I was as a woman, as a girl, like. She was church when we got up. We got fresh from church. Yeah, breakfast got fresh for church, and she just really instilled in me this pride of like, yes, you are beautiful. Like my, this is so crazy. But like my grandma used to be like, you're just a black Barbie doll. That's what she used to always say to me. And so I started to like really like as I got older, I started wearing makeup. I started really like appreciating what I look like. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you should model, Celeste. She was like the reason I started modeling when I was in college. Yeah, you should model. And I started doing it. And I was like, oh, I was like, I guess like you know. All right, feeling myself a little bit. Yeah. So just like talking to my grandmother for sure. And then, like I said, like I think your family, for me, handling those colorous interactions that I had with my daughter, because it was the same thing when she was born. Oh my gosh, she's so chocolate. Oh my gosh, she's so chocolate. She's so chocolate. She's so pretty. She's so chocolate. And so for me, like I literally, I always use my social media platforms. I try to at least to educate. And so I remember I made this post and I was like, look, like, Y'all are not going to put that on her. I was like, mm-hmm. she's not even six months old yet. You're not going to do that to her. Like, period. Like, we're not going to sit back and you're not going to, like, y'all's own hangups about shade and color and your preferences or whatever. Like, we're not going to do that to my brand new human, my brand new baby. Brand new. Brand new. Don't like, know nothing. Do Don't any, know like, nothing. Only literally knows me and her dad. Only yeah. wants to be loved. Like, nothing, we're not going to do that. And I remember... Um, Having to check a few people, unfortunately. I'm not going to say no names either, but, like, you know, like, I know you're probably the same. I'm Mama Bear, so you're not going to come for my baby. Not Good ever. Night. Not ever. And ever. If you do, like, you know, just, just you know, expect the consequences, I guess. Exactly, because, like, I always tell people, like, it takes a, a woman a full year after having a baby. Yes. A full year, together. y'all. So, a full, full year. And these hormones be pumping. And not saying that's an excuse, but I'm just saying let's not be disrespectful. Yeah. And now I feel like, you know, we're openly saying this now. If you're directly in contact with us, we now you know to educate yourself. Yes. But for sure, but it's just like I would always have to like check people. Like, oh she just like a like she's like a doll. Oh my gosh, okay. And then like, you know how they, they then they're going to describe you know those little chocolate dolls? You should have just left it as dolls. We could have done doll. Doll was doll was acceptable, but now like, and I mean, even saying a chocolate doll like cool, but like when you continue on the conversation, it starts to go into like some like another dire- like a direction that's like almost like your. I would, what can we call it a fetish? Like almost I don't know like this like this it, it obsession because I remember we, I was in the Barbie doll aisle and it was an older woman and yeah. she was like oh you have a Christy and a Teresa. 
The black Barbies. Come on. Girl. Come on. <sighs> Oh, and then I thought about it. I was like, well, do I have to buy the, a Christy for Mackenzie? Yeah. And do I have to buy a Teresa for Milani? Because it's, it's so much deeper. And the Christy probably, doll. And it's, probably, and it's probably people like, oh, my gosh. Like, they're making it so much bigger than it is. But it is. That's why they have all these shades. And that's mm-hmm. why dolls are important. And this, it's important not to have all these Christies and Teresas with straight hair. Because that's, we don't have straight hair. Right. And we don't. And I think, you know, like. To like to I I think comparisons because even like my grandma saying like you look like a black Barbie doll like even when people say stuff like that I girl I got called a chocolate bunny one time with this <laughs> I was like you call me a chocolate bunny I said oh my god like the Easter candy like we call like, the candy bunny like, y'all even the way that people compliment dark skinned children is indicative of the way they think about dark skinned people because it's like you call like it's never like y'all can never just give a compliment outright like oh she's a beautiful baby. It's, oh, she's this. Oh, that little Hershey's kiss, a little chocolate chip. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, she is my little chocolate chip. But, like, yeah. let's, let's you know, let's expand how we talk to people. You know yeah, and saying? expand compliments because it's very important. Because I even hear the language is different with, like, with Milani. It's like, mm-hmm. she's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mackenzie's so, look at that skin. She is so beautiful. Wait, her skin's so smooth like chocolate. She's mm-hmm. so beautiful. Okay. I mean, none of that is not, like, all of it's true. But it's like, why... Why is that always? And I'm like, I just, girl. And it's just, I don't know. I, and it's, but I'm happy. Like, shout out to Rihanna, mm-hmm. like for making all those skin tones because it was important. Now everybody else want to have like skin tones, yeah. like because it's. Oh my, we're just such beautiful people, and we're so like everybody's so distinct. Even if you saw a woman who looks just like me had the same skin color, I bet she has a, like a slighter hue than me or mm-hmm. or a deeper hue cuz it's like you have to find what's right for you. So it's yeah. just like we are we do need all those colors. I remember it was like a big thing. And then it really was like a really big thing, which to me was kind of interesting. I'll I'll say why in a second, but But it's just like we need those. Yeah. Um I'm tired of saying people saying dark on the bottle but then it's lighter mm-hmm. than me. <laughs> this is crazy. They actually just bought some of the new foundation that she just released something long ago. And I remember I went to Sephora to buy it, and she was telling me that unlike a lot of foundations, Rihanna's foundation actually dries a little bit darker. Mm-hmm. So it actually like literally. And I remember I put it on the first. I wore it out for the first time maybe two weeks ago. I had a girl site with my friends, and I put it on. And I remember after it like dried, I looked in the mirror. I was like, I literally cannot tell the difference. It's like this. Like this is crazy. Makeup, I think, is really important mm-hmm. just because, for me, my mom always loved makeup. And growing up, she did a really good job of finding makeup that looked good on me, that matched my skin, that looked mm-hmm. like really, like, she is the reason I was never afraid to wear purple or red lipsticks. I was yes. like, I, there's a way to wear it. It, can look, it looks good. So I think that's really, really important, too. Um, which, let's move into our fourth question, because this is a good segue. So our fourth question says, what can we do to raise a generation of children that will not adhere to colorism and perpetuate it? I want to start that off by saying I think representation is so important. So, like, for sure, and representation is Instagram models, A-list celebrities, musicians, writers, women that are in education, like, literally makeup, movies, literally anything that you can think of. I want to be able to see someone that looks like me or looks like my daughter, you know? Because I'm going on my Etsy. It's, it's, it's a woman right now mm-hmm. on Etsy. Okay, here we go. Her name is the Trini G. I'll give it to you. Okay, yeah. But, like, so I was, so my, my children had Superhero Day at school. And I was like, 
how I need to find some, you know, I, I shout out to Wakanda, but <laughs> I, I, I want I want a black Wonder Woman. I yeah. want I want I want black superheroes on my children's t-shirts. And then she came out with that. Oh my god! And all her stuff is just like that's so black, cute. like black little girls dancing. Like she has a whole bunch of stuff like this. So her name is Trini G. We'll post her on the Instagram. We'll too, post her, cause... but but it's just so important for representation. So I think like that's mm-hmm. that's key. And then having conver- having deep conversations about it, like with your kids, like starting mm-hmm. off like now, like even with Mackenzie, like I like. I, shout out to uh, what's that? What's that movie called? The Maid. <laughs> like you are loved. You are. Smart. Wait, wait, wait. The help. The, the help. help yes. The help. The help. So I do that to Mackenzie every day. Like you are beautiful. Yeah. You are so smart. Yes. You are a good person in and out. All of that. You are so humble. You're so All confident. You're so it. compassionate. Like yeah. You are loved. I love you. Daddy mm. loves you. Lonnie loves you. Mm. Like just saying those like every day, even though she don't know what's going on, she starts smiling. And then I say to Lonnie, like, oh, you're so beautiful. I love you so much. Yeah. Like, you have to, representation, how you raise them, like, put what you're putting into them, what they're watching. Yeah. Like, if I could just, we, like, we, we, we have, like, a lot of coloring colors. So, and I get, I start drawing her brown. That's me. That's you. That's me. Mm-hmm. This is Lonnie. This is, because it's yeah. important. It is so important. And I, I totally agree with you there. And just in the books, mm-hmm. I have we have a plethora of books like I am my hair, I am enough. Yeah, we have so many books. Is and, and I, I remember growing up like it was harder and like going to like it's like an African American. We used to be African American bookstore in Oak Cliff, but it closed down. But mm-hmm. now you can go buy the books. It's like I want to say the African experience. It's it's in Oak Cliff, mm-hmm. like near Stock. Wait, is it um is it Pan? It's not Pan African Connection, is it? Is it Pan African yeah, Connection? I okay, think, I think. Is yeah, it like in a small shopping spree, right? It's so. like a little shopping center. Yeah, Marce- is it like close Mar- to Mar- Marcellus? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I know. So I'll go over about. there as well too, and yeah, and in in red because I'm I always tell people Redbird Mall before it became what it was. Mm-hmm. Like when I when we would go there on Saturdays and go there on Sundays, I heard it was popping. It was like a I be- used to go there when I was in high school. And I would come was, from Abilene to shop. Yes, yeah. it was a beautiful. It was seeing all those beautiful black stores. Yeah, and then also like when it comes time for Christmas, you know, if you don't preach Santa, but finding a black Santa mm-hmm. for sure, because that's important too. Yeah, and I don't know. I I just want to make sure. Like we all believe, like oh, black is beautiful for sure, and for sure, for sure. Even when, like, when Mackenzie, like, I went, I went to the directors. Like her, the director of her school is a black woman, and I think that's important to give in different positions. I, uh, I definitely think that's important. I, for me, like the different ways I plan to raise my child to be a part of a generation that isn't colorist, isn't adhere to those things. I have to like continuously address that, continuously just build her up, and continuously just like have those conversations with her about who she is. Who yes. I am, and like, I I take you know I take pride in the fact that I'm a black woman and I'm mm-hmm. educated, and like, my daughter can look at me as an example of like all the different things that she can achieve and more. You know, like, give, period. God bless. Three years, you'll be Doctor uh, Bright Haskin, yeah. Doctor Graham. Yes. So like, I, I think that's really important for our girls to see and to see women of different across the spectrum who have like done great things yeah. of different shades, and like, I really just want her to like. Um, Look at herself and have a deep sense of appreciation. I know that starts with me. So as a mother, I just make sure that, like, you see mommy loves herself and you love yourself, too. You period. couldn't say that. Like, period. That, that you couldn't say that even, like, like, oh, that's, I think that's it. That's it. Because, like, 
even when I like sometimes if I cry in front of them, I'm like, I'm mommy. Mommy had a bad day, but mm-hmm. we're gonna get through this day. But then I think also that like, like that's important too because like your children, and we gotta wrap up because I know we're like getting close to time. Yes. But like your children, they have to like they have to they have to see you like humanized. Yes. Because they need to feel comfortable enough to be themselves, you know. Because what I've seen with all my friends, we saw that our moms as black women always strong, and we never really saw them cry mm-hmm. or have that bad day or they are tired. Yeah. Or anything until oh my gosh. They were because I, they, you know, we have these kids now. And we can totally understand. Yeah. But it's just like, I don't know. I let, I, I don't know. But it's it's important. I make Mackenzie watch like movies. Like, I'm happy. What's that movie with Taraji? Uh, girl. With the With the astronauts. I don't know. astronauts in the, he was an engineer. I'm so, oh, um, wait, wait, wait. Um, Hidden Figures? Hidden Figures. Yes. Yeah, hidden Figures. <laughs> yes. Hidden Figures. Like, I make her watch that. And she'd be looking at it like, Huh? She'll get it when she's old. Yeah, but it's just like even putting like during like not even just Black History Month in February, but like just putting on those movies so she can see yeah beautiful black women doing their thing. We she didn't she likes um what's that Black Panther? You know mm-hmm. she stay engaged a little bit, yeah, a little yeah, bit, a little bit. But <laughs> other than that, but no, representation is most key. And I think so for sure. Putting it into them, letting them see, let, letting them see that we live it, mm-hmm. and. Absolutely. Making sure, like, when we go to school, they're preaching it as well, too. Like, we're, we're we're preaching it to them, and they're preaching it to their friends. And then their friends they're surrounded by, yeah. you know, making sure, like, are you just hanging out with that person? Yeah. Like, you know. Why? Why? Why are you hanging out with that person? Yeah. And well, that you're pretty, too. Oh Everybody's pretty. Yeah. Y'all are pretty gang together. Absolutely. Not just one person is prettier than the other. I think that's important. All those things. I'm so glad that you came here and had this yes. conversation. Yeah, so much fun. Yeah, no, we gotta hug across the mics. Yeah, thank you guys mics. for uh, tuning in, and we'll see you next month. All yes. right, it was good. See you. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye.